This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello, all you dumb nerds out there, and welcome back to the Dumb Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and today we have an awesome episode with Hannon Canningator, and it's all about the RMS Titanic. That's right, the Titanic. We talk about the boat, and of course, we talk about the movie. Hannah is such a great guest, and she's also an awesome podcast host. She has the podcast Hello and Good News. It's a podcast to highlight people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. That's right, it's all about good news. Honestly, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It always makes me feel good knowing that there's still good out in the world despite all the craziness that's happening out there. There is good people. There's good things happening. And I got to be a guest on it a few months ago, and it was the most fun. So I recommend checking that out. You can also check out Hannah on her indie improv teams, Parker Posey, Cry Clips, and The Four Non-Blondes. Also, you guys know that Dumb Nerds is still a little beep podcast. So if you could please go on iTunes and rate and review it, it's super easy, and it helps us get more visible. And it's been making my day every time I'm out and about, and somebody comes up and says they enjoy the podcast. So thank you for listening. And also, if you are shopping on Amazon, just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds and click on that support our artist button. I'll take you straight to Amazon and you can shop like you normally would. And it would give us a little kickback to help us fund this podcast, which guys, some of my money is starting to go into this podcast. Uh, Upcoming episode is going to be all about the Terminator. I hadn't seen the Terminator movies, so I had to pay $2.99 to watch that on iTunes. But boy, am I glad I watched it. I can't wait to talk about Terminator and share it with all of you. So clicking that support our artist button can help me (laughs) do the important research that this podcast needs and deserves. All right, guys, enjoy this episode with Hannah on the Titanic. We're live. Live, live, live. We're live. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, Cassie. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the RMS Titanic? Oh my God, so ready. <laughs> this is my dream conversation we're having. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you love about the Titanic? Um. So I'm. First thing that pops to my mind is that I'm convinced that I died on the Titanic in another really? life. Like full convinced. <laughs> Have you? I've heard there's parties you can go to or rituals you can go to to revisit your past self oh my god what yeah really (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't know anything more than that but i know that's a thing you might be able to find a shaman that could help you i don't know what the like the right name would be for it but it is a very like you have somebody kind of guide you and you go into like a um kind of like like you're hypnotized and then you come out oh I am going to Google the crap out of this. I don't even know why I haven't thought of that. Like to see if somebody, uh, I have a friend Haley who like would be so into this. Mm -hmm. If there is a party, I got to find it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you just go, is the idea of the party that you just go and are your your old self? I think I've heard on a podcast, it's probably, I think Karen Kilgariff was talking about it, <laughs> um, that Shirley MacLaine is very into past lives and oh, parties. Oh, that checks out. That's yeah. on brand. Yeah. 
I'm trying to remember the podcast I heard it on. Um, wow. But that's a that's a thing. And people have had, they come out of the being hypnotized and was like, I was a small boy in Amsterdam in 1800s. I had this, and they, and the thing that I think is the most interesting is they can go into details about specific places and things that happened. And then there's some reports of people having these memories. And then when they go to the place, even kind of forgetting about it, that party, and then going to Amsterdam and all of a sudden stopping in the middle of the street and thinking, I've walked down the street before and mm. then having the, oh, because, because I lived here. I, because I was here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I would be so interested to do that um, because I have had it like a reoccurring dream mm-hmm. that I'm uh, like a third class passenger yeah. and the Titanic's going down and I have to, <laughs> Some, I've told this before and somebody was like, are you sure this just isn't the movie Titanic <laughs> that you're obsessed with? But I have to go back down mm-hmm. to to get something and I mm-hmm. get stuck in yeah. like one of the, but it's nothing at all in my dream. I know that sounds exactly like in the movie. When what does Rose, she have to get? I forget why she has, she has to go, to go get back. Jack. Oh yeah, because he's like handcuffed. Yeah, <laughs> she has to go. She has to go what throw a stupid plot point. She's got to go throw an axe at his hands and get him out That's of there. That's right. Oh yeah, and he loves her so much. He mm-hmm. trusts her to like. Yeah, not it's like you like, can do it. But how much? That would have been more interesting if if she accidentally chopped his hand off. I've and, yeah, you know. <laughs> it would be uh you're so I've, stupid bros you're, you're so, so stupid, stupid. <laughs> i cry i cry every single time no matter what uh when that scene where she jumps from the lifeboat and the music's like cha 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 and the fireworks are happening in the yeah. background and she just like looks up and she jumps from the lifeboat back to the boat and then they yeah. run in fact like no matter we went and yeah. saw an outdoor screening of it last year Charles and I and then Rachel Chapman it also uh-huh. turns out is obsessed with Titanic <laughs> I love it I love it so we went together yeah. and I told Charles had never watched Titanic with me which was oh, a miracle oh but he had seen it before he had never seen it I yeah. don't think oh really yeah I was like wow oh. So I don't know how we went so many years being together without seeing it. First of all, do you watch it once a year or? Yeah, before I used to watch it. Now it's come down to just like a time commitment thing. Mm -hmm. But in high school, I used to watch it every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember when, you know, it was in the theaters for over a year. Yeah. In fact, I learned is it's the first movie to be in theaters when the video comes out yeah like the vhs the vhs the uh-huh. two the double, <laughs> the double vhs yeah. yeah anyways when it was out i went to several of my friends birthday parties which were we're all going to see the titanic together <laughs> so and i feel like just everyone living in mara mesa in san diego i think everyone saw it at least three or four times in, in the theaters theater. yeah like absolutely. that just happened I remember seeing it with my family and like yeah. all these birthday parties and then the first time I saw it I enjoyed it I didn't cry because I just was detached from my emotions uh, at that age ice cold heart yeah my ice cold heart <laughs> but I remember turning to my friend uh Kim it was her birthday and she was just in tears and I just <laughs> this is such a stupid thing to say but I wanted to say to her like it's a movie <laughs> like they're not real but then like 1500 people actually died yeah it's real life yeah I mean today 
researching the Titanic, I was getting emotional reading mm-hmm. it because they fucked up. They did a real bad job. Yeah. They yeah. did. It was a lot of people being real cocky and then also like a lot of indecision. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just, yeah. think James Cameron does that. I know it's corny as hell in the beginning. <laughs> the first like, this is actually what I love. We'll get into later, <laughs> real facts later. But what I love about the movie is it's so corny for the first two hours. Mm-hmm. And then all of us, like it's bad dialogue and just like lots of <laughs> pretty stuff yeah and then all of it like that's the movie you think you're watching like mm-hmm. you almost forget yeah and then all of a sudden it's like shit is going down dead ahead yeah and then it just all and all the water effects and like it's in a pretty incredibly pretty incredible yeah yeah and yeah i'm sure we'll get into more of like the cost of it and the set building but yeah it's it's insane it's craziness yeah um I so I loved I used to sit um, I used to sit and listen to the soundtrack uh, and listen to Celine Dion song and cry like (laughs) I would like sit by myself and cry to it Um, but I loved the movie so much I would put the soundtrack on while I was going to bed which was always a mistake because the (laughs) first half of the soundtrack is beautiful right and then and then all of a sudden it hits like the iceberg hits and it's and like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you dreamed you're like that's yeah. why that's probably why you were dreaming that you were yeah. I have to get this thing and did the soundtrack didn't it have some people talking in it too like wasn't there a couple there's there was two different soundtracks oh okay maybe the one I had or listened to had like some talking it might have. I can't. And I remember the My Heart Will Go On. Mm-hmm. There was there was a version where it like had sliced in like dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. You're here. <laughs> so oh my silly. God. Um what did Charles think of the movie? Um, he liked it. He was like, yeah, oh, cool. uh, but he did at one point look over at that scene. I always cry at, and I was yeah. like bawling <laughs> and he was like, you were being serious. Like yeah. you will, this yeah. will happen. I was like, I'm not lying. I just, I cry so much. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm tempted to go back and watch it now that I, uh, I do feel things. Cause I remember the first movie I cried at, this was after the Titanic was I was just going back uh, in high school. I'd like insomnia a lot mm-hmm. and Netflix was just coming out oh, and where yeah. you could go online and watch movies. So I'd just be like, I can't sleep. I'm going to watch a movie. Yeah. So I watched out uh, what, what's eating Gilbert grape. <laughs> that was the first movie I cried to. <laughs> Another great Leo. Shining I, yeah. Star. Oh man. So it's already, <laughs> I should be crying at that movie because yeah. of Leo. <laughs> um, I haven't seen that movie in forever. It is so yeah. good, though. Yeah, it was so good. I think I only saw it that one time. Mm-hmm. So I probably would watch it again. There's some movies that, like, just are so, like, just, like, rip me emotionally or, like, stress me out too much that I'm like, oh, I I loved it, but I will never but watch I can't it do again. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a weird thing where, like, if a movie bothers me or makes me feel a lot of things, mm-hmm. I will watch it over and over and over and over again. Just like, it's almost like my brain trying to like, there's this movie called, uh, the life of David Gale. Okay. With Kevin Spacey. <gasps> oh, um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I, I cried, s- I cried during American beauty. That's a great one. I love that one. That's one I would watch like every year. Yeah. But that's really good. You were saying, <laughs> uh, 
I feel like it's kind of an obscure movie and I haven't seen it since I watched it over like several times in high school (laughs) because it's about a guy who gets like set up and wrongfully accused of a murder and gets the death sentence basically. And just the way it's felt, there's something about it that just rubbed my brain the wrong way. And so I just watched it like three times because I hated it. I like didn't like it, but I was like, I can't like, this is bothering me to the point where I like, you know, it's like when you have a song stuck in your yeah. head. So you're mm-hmm. like, well, I better just listen to it. Yeah. I feel like it's like that, but with weird emotions. Do you me. do you feel at peace with that movie now? Or do you still watch it and you're like, I my brain? <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, I should watch it again because I haven't seen it since it bothered yeah. me a lot. And I watched it like three times in, mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. Interesting. And so, but I don't think that's why I watched Titanic probably over a <laughs> hundred times. It's because I just love that movie. Yeah. Well, here's a little history about the real Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. RMS Titanic was a British passenger liner that sank in the North Atlantic Ocean in the early mornings of April 15th, 1912, after colliding with an iceberg during her maiden voyage from Southampton to New York City. Mm. Of the 2,224 passengers and crew aboard, more than 1,500 people died, making it one of the deadliest commercial peacetime maritime disasters in modern history. that's it's just so many people yeah well uh and what what is very interesting um and we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording was that uh titanic's sister uh ship sank a month later whoa yeah what was the sister one okay so the sister one was called the hmhs britannic i need to figure out what these initials stand for um oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah uh, sorry. It didn't, it wasn't a month later. <laughs> it was like a year and a half later, but that's oh, still like, I think in my mind, I was still like, whoa, like that's so soon to sink, you yeah. know, but okay. So it sank in November, 1916 because it hit an underwater mime in the Kia channel off the Greek Island of Kia because world war one was starting. Mm. So that's when everyone was kind of like setting up their, all their underwater all their vibes and mimes. stuff. Yeah. But because of the Titanic, only 30 people died because they had enough lifeboats and stuff to get people safe. And by then they had upped the technology of getting people to come and rescue ships much sooner. Yeah. Because I think that was the other really ironic thing about the Titanic was so um, and I have the numbers here. But yeah, by 2.20 a.m. That's when like basically when it hit the iceberg, it had all these water chambers Mm -hmm. it had 12 water chambers and then but five of them got hit by the iceberg so that caused the water to start filling the boat and then the weight of that caused it to snap in half which Mm -hmm. you see in the movie what happens (laughs) she splits yeah she splits (laughs) and that happened at 2 20 a.m and it was like i think a couple hours after that or I have the time somewhere, but basically the, a boat came to come rescue them. But by that point it was, it was all done so late. Yeah. It was like the, uh, that ship was like four hours away or something. It sank in three. Yeah. And yeah. Was it the Carpathia or some, something with the sea? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Carpathy. Um, uh, yeah, I guess they're, they were like super stoked on their airtight water doors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a very hypocritical sentence when you read about him. It was like the the airlock doors when water happens, they will definitely keep the water in there. Yeah. But the water then overflows into other airtight chambers. So oh. it like keeps so then I was like, but that's not 
or watertight. Sorry. Yeah. But then that's technically not watertight. So that's like what happened. It filled up one and then overflowed it just kept going into all the others. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And that's why, because it was started at one and overflowed, it caused the ship to yeah, become really heavy and on one side, mm-hmm. which also that ship is so big. There's so it's many huge. people and rooms and food and servants and furniture and yeah i guess like less than 25 percent of the crew survived that's so so sad sad. yeah uh yeah it was the carpathia that arrived at the scene and was able to save 705 people yeah so that's good but the also the thing i was reading was the water temperature was 28 degrees Mm-mm. which i'm a baby when it comes to if it's pool isn't heated and it's like 60 65 degrees yeah too no, cold that's too cold uh 28 degrees that's below freezing yeah well like jack says it'll hit you like a thousand knives <laughs> all over your body oh god yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> great dialogue <laughs> yeah um yeah so, yeah so cold fun fact didn't freeze because it's salt water yeah yeah oh that's why yeah because if not i guess there would just be times where boats would not be in service because the entire ocean would be, be frozen <laughs> right <laughs> sorry yeah. you have to be home with your <laughs> family <laughs> it's cold out there yeah I guess I looked up how much a first class, like the ticket price is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a first class ticket was $4,300. Mm-hmm. And that's in 1912. So nowadays that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot I, of dollars I was now. reading like um, one of the finest suites to stay in. Mm-hmm. The price of it now would be like $75,000. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But then the third class tickets were 36 $36? Uh-huh. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like such a big difference from 4,000 to 36. It's also funny to think, you know, going back to the movie, is mm-hmm. they're gambling for the tickets in the beginning. Yeah. They just won that's like exactly 70 bucks. What I, that's exactly what I thought when I looked yeah. at it. I was We're like, going so that to gamble- America. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, full house, boys. Uh, <laughs> I just will not stop with the um, Now I want... We should do write like a condensed version and put it on. Oh my god, I would do that in a heartbeat. It would be so much fun. <laughs> I'd be so excited. I love it. Um, yeah, I was having the same thought. I was like, so they just did not win that much. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they get to go back to in that day. Yeah, I mean, that would be very exciting to be gambling and there's plane tickets or yeah, you know. Yeah, especially at that time when America was cool. It was the cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, what's another thing I I was like trying to freshen up on some stats. Mm-hmm. And there <laughs> I just saw a bunch of blurbs about how much food there was. Yeah. So much food. Fifteen thousand bottles of beer. Fifteen thousand? <laughs> how much did this ship weigh? I know. So ma- yeah. so many pounds. Yeah. Uh, I found what their last meal was. Ooh, oh, that's exciting. I know. What is it? Uh, Well, this is uh, the first class uh, saloon. Had 11 courses of Waldorf pudding. Oh, my God. So it was just like a huge dessert bar, I guess. (laughs) Or maybe it's like a cruise where like they come by and they're like with a cart and you pick one. But so it was... um, Peaches and chartreuse jelly, mm. chocolate and vanilla eclairs, and French ice cream for dessert. 
Oh, so it's like you can get the pudding, the peaches, chocolate and vanilla eclairs, French ice cream. And I'm sure when you're first class, you could probably just have it all. Yeah, you you're want. like, I want all of it. I'll take it all. I'll take it all. I guess one thing I didn't really realize that they definitely touch on on the movie. And I also realized in looking stuff up <laughs> beyond the movie, I was like, I should probably look up some actual facts. A lot of the stuff that they bring up in the movie is real stuff like Guggenheim was mm-hmm. on it and he goes back down and there's a quote in the movie where he's like nope we're dressed in our best and we're prepared to go down as gentlemen and he really I guess he really said that and did that that's then, amazing yeah when, yeah I didn't realize how many like celebrities and so many rich people on that ship yeah uh I also heard the Hershey's guy had a ticket but then he just decided not to go oh my gosh yeah Mr. Hershey because it was like a thing back then like so it's the new yeah, big it, hotness going to oh, America. Yeah. And so everybody rich and important was like, we're going to be on that ship. So, so many important people died. Do you think some people were just on it to be on it and then would probably just take another ship home or something? Yeah. To be I, like, yeah, I don't know what to do with all this money. I guess I'll just take a vacation and go ride the Titanic to say yeah. I've been there. I have some business in America. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like the... Uh, I think so. So many Richies. I guess J.P. Morgan was supposed to be on it. Ooh. And he he was a part of the main, because there was like Thomas Andrews yeah. and Mr. Ismay. <laughs> Mr. Andrews. Mr. Andrews. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Get yourself to a life I boat. loved those two. They had good chemistry. They had great chemistry. Yeah. And that, um, What's that actor's Victor Garber. I love him. I love him, too. (laughs) He also, that was also a real fact. He, like, went into a room and stared at a portrait and just stayed there. Like, so that scene where she, like, runs by and then runs back and he's, (laughs) like, got the watch and he's, like, staring at a wall. Yeah. That was, like, a real thing, I guess. People, like, tried to get him to move and he just sat there and stared at the wall. Yeah, because he was the, he designed the ship and was probably, like, ah, fuck. What is going through your head? Like, yeah, I cannot even imagine. Well, I imagine there's been people who an example that's coming to mind is like when Einstein figured out the atomic bomb, he -hmm. dealt with a lot of guilt and depression afterwards for realizing that he created this very destructive thing. So I've heard I've heard stories of inventors that have, you know, done something that cost lives and just going into a deep depression afterwards. So I'm sure just that realization of probably he was probably like super feeling good very Mm -hmm. confident and then the realization of what he had done I'm sure that's yeah that's that would be so we were just talking about how hard it is to follow your dreams in Los Angeles (laughs) and get depressed because of that yeah I cannot even imagine right yeah yeah and the captain sank with the ship too and um yeah the musician story is real I love that uh, I was reading to the old couple that's in bed together mm-hmm. was the Macy store department. Yeah, owners. I read that too. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, so many people. So um, I wonder if when they were coming to America, if they were like, we're already building your Macy's store in New York. Yeah. And we'll have the Macy's Day Parade. I was trying to I was trying to think of that too like just what uh, what I should have looked up a little bit is the aftermath effect that it must have had on these cuz these are like huge business owners mm-hmm. and like 
Yeah. Really, really rich, influential people that went down. And also, I guess what happened is like the Titanic sank. But since there there ain't no Twitter back in 1912, no, like yeah. nobody believed it at first. Oh, because it, was the unsinkable it was all a hearsay sh- yeah. and they had been hyped so much. Yeah. And wow. everyone was like, no, it's the unsinkable ship. It's like yeah. the ship. And it got printed in the newspapers that the Titanic had hit an iceberg, but was being towed back by the, another ship. Oh. And then that was like, nope, it sank and 1,500 people died. Yeah. And then people were like, no, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a like, long time a for long everyone time to get that news. Yeah. And believe it because they were just like, no way. Mm-hmm. It's unsinkable. Yeah. I guess the same thing happened. It was like people reacted similarly when the Challenger blew up. I mean, everybody knew it happened because yeah. they saw it, but it was that same like, but wait, this... Was thing we built to, yeah. was supposed to be indestructible. Yeah. How is this possible? Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, I think that's like a common psychological reaction is, no, this person in my life isn't dead. Like mm-hmm. they're going to walk through the room at any moment. Yeah. So yeah, that's to super feel real. so close to these big historical moments of, you know, I mean, I would, I, the challenger was right before our time. Mm-hmm. So, and I even feel like nine 11, I was, I, just was gonna say. I was, I feel like I was too young for it. Yeah. Cause I remember when it happened, my mom being very upset and mm-hmm. like adults being really upset, but I was just like a piece of shit, 13, 14 year old. Right. So I was just like, yeah, that's crazy. Why are we all, all at school? Like, should we, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Cause we're still all at school, yeah. you know? So I don't, I don't know what like the next big invention or something that would just put us all being, no, that's not, that's not possible. (laughs) There's a bunch of like some people too think that it was, it's that it did happen because it was humans being this ship is unsinkable. God himself could not sink this ship. Nature (laughs) can't do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But nature can't mm -hmm. do shit to this. Yeah. Uh, And then it was just the higher powers that be being like, Y'all humans are wrong. Yeah, shut up. Um, so a bunch of people believe that it it was just like a yeah, putting yeah. people back people in their place. People were very religious back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that I thought was very interesting that I read was because of the Titanic, many people thought that would end the women's rights movement because uh, oh. they they thought women would cave and be like, well, we still want to keep the women and children clause for when disasters happen. And oh. like women would come to their senses and be like, you're right. Women and children first. Uh, men protect us. So but they th- that didn't happen. But people were thinking that was going to happen. So they thought that the Titanic was going to end that? Yeah, they thought because it was women and children first mm-hmm. and just because it was such a huge disaster and so many people lost their lives. Yeah. And because of that impact, when people finally realized, oh, this happened, everyone's response after that was, this can never happen again. Yeah. Like, this is a huge disaster. Like, this shouldn't have happened. Let's look and figure out what we can do to make sure this never happens. And because everyone was kind of like in that mindset, they were like, oh, cool. And we don't have to worry about the women's rights movement anymore because women will want their this right preserved yeah. over the rights of voting and equal pay. And Oh, I see. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So uh- interesting. Another, <laughs> another fact that I thought was really interesting and that they thought was another potential contributor to the Titanic sinking mm-hmm. was there were no cats on board. <laughs> 
And they thought that was bad luck because ships always had cats on it to eat and kill the rats. Yeah. But there were no cats on board. So they're like, that's why we sank. That's why. That's why it's bad luck. Yeah. Uh, But hey, there's some good news. No cats died. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No cats died. And I guess a Pomer, like Pomeranian, there was a Pomeranian dog that was like one of the only ones to survive. (laughs) It was a little cute. Yeah. Pomeranians are so stupid and cute. I love. Um, I wish I didn't because I'm well I'm not blonde anymore but I used to be platinum blonde and I was like god damn it I'm like a platinum blonde girl in Southern California and I love Pomeranians (laughs) I don't want anyone to know (laughs) but I do I love them yeah they're pretty much cats yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're very fluffy and pretty clean in terms of dogs like not slobbering and and they just have like the dumbest face yeah and I love uh, I feel like I started to like them when I had a friend who had like a very very chill one. Oh, cool like, okay yeah because I, I think that's the thing with pomeranians is it's a gamble of whether you'll get a good one <laughs> yeah a cool one or a little yipper yeah because uh you know in my experience of animals is they got personalities and some of their personalities suck yeah just like humans <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like oh i don't like that no. dog <laughs> that dog's a shitty dog that dog's pretty but it's a real than bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, you won't let me pet. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out. Yeah. Uh, I just had the sad realization for the first time that so many big, beautiful, expensive dogs died. On the Titanic? Yeah. Well, so yeah, there were there were 12 dogs and only three survived. A Pekingese and two Pomeranians. And I remember in the movie, there were some pretty dogs. That's exactly what I was just thinking. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, if your ticket, well, okay, now this is my question. Did they have to buy a ticket for the animal or was it like a like an added on fee or something? I bet it was an added on fee. Like when you fly United, they make you pay mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> I bet it was like that. Because they're like, okay, you're paying $4,000 yeah. per room. So throw mm-hmm. an extra thou at us and you can have your great Dane. <laughs> I wonder too if the tickets were like a cruise where it included all the food yeah probably the alcohol even though most cruises now are like we have alcohol but you have to buy it you have to buy it yeah i love all-inclusive resorts i don't care (laughs) i get them i avoided them for the longest time and then i went on a cruise a couple years ago and i was like yeah i get this yeah yeah i don't care how trashy it makes me (laughs) i love them yeah (laughs) Uh, my friends and I also figured out how to sneak booze onto the. Mm. So we were just going to the the cafe area and getting yeah. like free juice and mixers, and then coming back and like loading it up with rum. And that's key. That's yeah. key right there. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's like when you guys, if you fly and if you want to have a drink on an airplane, you buy a tiny bottle at the liquor store for under three 50. ounces. Yeah, it's under three. Ooh. And it, it's even in like the rules that you can have tiny liquor bottles. So yeah. just throw it in a bag with your shampoo or stuff and stuff. Don't yeah. let the store to see. They'll get pissed off. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, because it's like fine to bring them in your carry on, but you can't use them. Mm, OK, so but if but you want to avoid tip. that seven dollar tiny like bottle. reasons why I don't buy booze. Also, I don't know why, like. It's fine once I have the drink, but I feel weird ordering it. Yeah. Especially if I'm lying alone or just sitting next to strangers. Yeah. And they're like, I'll have a coffee. I'll have a water. Um, <laughs> vodka. <laughs> you know? 
And I'm like, I already look like I'm 12. So yeah. they're just like, what? <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. It's like such a weird thing. Yeah. It's the smallest amount of alcohol. Yeah. It's like, I'm not getting sauce. You're in the air with strangers and yeah. no ventilation. Yeah. You're basically in a bus in the sky. Yeah. And you're like, sorry <laughs> that I want to have a vodka yeah. tonic. Yeah. Like you feel so bad about it. It's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, too, a thing I've noticed with flying, and I think this goes, this ties into me not crying at movies for the longest time, (laughs) is the more I fly, the more I realize how scary it is. Yeah. Even though I'm like, rationally, I'm like, the probability is we're not going to die or whatever, but now it's when I get up in the sky, I'm I'm so vulnerable right now. (laughs) Like, this, this, can I go meet the pilot? Like, I want to know this person (laughs) that is like, has my life in their hands. Yeah. You know, luckily, most pilots aren't suicidal. So like, they're, they're looking in their own interest of not killing us. But (laughs) I just flew to Portland and I did this crazy flying there. I basically got off work and had my friend drive me to the airport. Mm -hmm. I got to the airport at 3.30. The TSA opened at 4.15. So I just found like a seat and I fell asleep for 45 minutes. Uh, And then I woke up, went through TSA. My flight was another hour. So I just like fell asleep, woke up, got on on the plane and then fell back asleep. So I I felt like I was dreaming my way to Portland. (laughs) And I remember I was out and when the plane landed, right when it hit the ground, I just woke up and luckily I didn't say this out loud but I woke up and was like we're crashing (laughs) and then was like oh no we're here no we're landing but it's just like it's I don't know it's the lizard brain part of me that's more now that I have more life experience it's more kicked in this fight or flight mode or something yeah how does this work yeah I had that the last flight I took like a month ago I was like staring out the window and I was like wait a second how does this all work? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I I think about that a lot, too. When I'm in the air, I'm, this isn't real, right? Nothing's real. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And yet it's been happening longer than we've been alive. Yeah. It's just like we were born into like, yeah, this is a thing you do. You get on the... And, and now it's to the point where it's like not even a luxury. It's like a pain in the ass to fly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like customer service isn't great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh oh boy oh boy so there was actually a novel that was written before the titanic happened that's basically the plot of titanic so there was a lot of things at that time that i could see why people would get very like heebie-jeebie about things Mm -hmm. it was called futility is that how you say it? Futile with an E at the end? With a Y at the end? Futility, yeah. Futility, um, yeah. That's the name of it? Yeah, it was written yeah. 14 years before the Titanic sank. Is it about a ship as well? Yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I totally remember hearing about this. And it's, okay, it's written by Morgan Robertson, and it says, the book tells the story of Titan, the largest ship ever built. The ship is said to be unsinkable, but collides with an iceberg in April and slips beneath the waves. Oh my God. There aren't enough lifeboats and more than half the passengers die in the North Atlantic. That's That's crazy. crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I completely, I remember reading that uh, and I completely forgot about it. Yeah. A part of me still has the heebie-jeebies about it. Yeah. Like a little bit of me is yeah. like, I mean, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I think, too, if you really look into it, though, there's probably books that maybe have a president assassination in it or something, yeah. too, that's similar. 
Yeah. But yeah. I mean, maybe time's all a flat line or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he knew. Yeah. I always just think of like what's happening in the zeitgeist because you know how every year there's two of the same movies that come out. Yeah. I remember um, a few years ago, it was, the, it was those two movies that were about musicians. Oh, yeah. It was like The Illusionist and the other one started with a P. Um, Yep. I know what you're talking about. One of them had like Hugh Jackman in it, right? Yeah. There was, what was the one with the P? Magician movies. Yeah. (laughs) The Prestige. Yeah. Yeah. They both came out in 2006 and they were in the same time and was about magicians, but was mysterious and spooky and like a thriller. That guy do his tricks. It's very scary. Yeah. And they were in the theater at the same time and... I think it's just people are thinking about the same things, but it's so weird. They were thinking about magicians at the same time, because I feel like magicians are always, we know about them, but they're never like, Hey man, trending. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. Um, Also, there was one like two years ago, white house down and Mm -hmm. another one called like white house something. (laughs) And one was with Channing Tatum. I feel like, and the other one, they were like so exactly the same. I, um, I'm Googling uh, another movie like White House Down. It wasn't Olympus Has Fallen, was it? Oh, maybe. That's 2013. Yeah, White House Down came in 2013 and Olympus Has Fallen is literally, it's a picture of the White House blowing up. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it looks like Morgan Freeman's in it. Yep, I remember seeing the trailers for both and being like, wait, these are different movies. Yeah. That's an interesting thing to think about, though, also, like, that goes into the crazy concept of people just all being connected all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And Cause um, it, it, with that, with thinking that, I think it makes sense because it came out 14 years ago before the Titanic, but I'm sure around that time, like, everyone was way into boat technology. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just like Elon Musk says, we're all, Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> the great Elon Musk. <laughs> I love that guy, Elon Musk. Uh, I, I want to do an episode on him, but I need to learn more about him. I know. Because he's definitely the genius of our time. Yeah. It's insane. And he is. he says that it's a one in a million or a billion chance that we are not in a, um, what is it? What's the right I, word? Basically yeah. a matrix. Yeah. What's the word that starts with an S? <laughs> Um, oh, um, simulated. Yeah. He said a a simulated reality. Yeah. He says it's a one in a million chance that we are not in a simulation. Hey, when I fly a plane, I think that. Yeah. I'm like, how's this weird? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, who, maybe that was a glitch in the matrix that that book exists or something. I don't know. I can't think about that. I get so depressed beyond regular anxieties. (laughs) (laughs) It's depressing. Is it depressing in the sense that um, that philosophical debate of do we have free will or not? Is that why it's depressing? Um, Because if we're in a simulated reality, then that would probably lend its hand to saying there is no free will, like everything's predetermined. Yeah, it's that. Mm. And then it's also like, what is my life purpose? Uh, And do I actually matter? Am I making the world better or am I making a difference at all? And are the relationships I have with people real? Ooh, interesting. Um, I feel if we are in a simulated reality, then I feel that your chances of your life mattering is stronger than not being in a simulated reality. Ooh, interesting. I think that because then... I think everything in a simulated reality has a purpose then. Right. Right. Oh, and I then, see what you're saying. And then probably 
our consciousness would just be like the master consciousness. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're seeing the world through that consciousness means you are God in a weird way. Oh, I don't, that's just, no, I totally understand what you're saying. I'm saying, Oh, cause I'm like, Oh God. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's also very weird and yeah. I, I was late to the game, but I finally just watched all of Westworld. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, dude. I was not, I was like, okay, I get it. Everyone's talking about Westworld. Right. And then I went down a rabbit hole and went into Westworld Reddit and like spent two full days just in a bad. Then maybe, maybe I would like it because I was turned off by it originally because I was watching other shows on uh, HBO, um, I'm a big fan of Veep and mm-hmm. Insecure. And uh, just before shows like that, they would show the Westworld trailer. Same. And I was just like, I'm, I'm about to watch a, a comedy about you know, young women living in L.A. Yeah. And like, and this has nothing to do with robots or, you know, <laughs> or president. And yeah, so the trailer I, I just also felt looks... like it was being manipulative. Yeah. Uh, getting everybody on board to being like, this is the next this big is... thing. I also, the trailer, I hated the trailer. I was like, this is too gross and too crazy. Yeah. Like, I just, I didn't understand the trailer. And I was like, I am not into this. I feel like, too, I think what I, my perception, too, is they were, trailer was definitely made for, like, a male audience, uh-huh. too. Being like, sexy robots. You yeah. can do whatever you want. Because yeah. you're a big boy with lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Anthony Hopkins is here. And I'm like. Damn it, I love him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I felt the same way about the uh, about the trailer. And mm. that is definitely a part of the world of it, but there's like a whole... I liked I liked it way more than I expected to. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's kind of about all that. It's like the robots don't even know they're robots. And it's, yeah. And then you're like, what is my world? Am I a robot? Um, Damn. Okay, sorry. Back to Titanic. <laughs> this is a fact I really liked. It's called <laughs> fact saved by whiskey. Oh, because they 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 didn't get uh, they didn't die because their blood temperature lowered, yeah. and so they, they could handle the water. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I remember that fact. Yeah. So hot tip. <laughs> yeah. If you're, I think if you're in any kind of disaster, why not be a little whiskey drunk? I mean, I'm down with that. I yeah. I think that would shut off my lizard brain enough to be like, okay, I can make rational decisions to survive or yeah you're not plastered but you're just like this is i need to call yeah (laughs) i mean uh that's also like a terrible rabbit hole to go down is what would you do if you were in a situation where you knew you were going to be dead in a couple hours Mm. um that okay that's what was making me like get sad when I was reading about uh, Titanic is the scene like is thinking like, yeah, there were families that were separated was, you know, you go with mom guys. And then mm-hmm. like the scene when they're like, daddy, daddy. Yeah. And the twins. Like, bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, that that rips my heart out. Um, Yeah. I can't even <laughs> imagine having to say goodbye to somebody. Yeah. And, and like just knowing, especially if you knew anything at all that was going on for real with the ship, which yeah. I don't think people did at all. But like if you were able to look at the lifeboats and be like, there's 20 people in that lifeboat and there's supposed to be 70. Yeah. And there are not. I mean, if you were like Rose, you yeah. would be like, oh, I mean, that's why she jumped. That's why she jumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Rose. Yeah. But yeah, that's I, I yeah, we didn't mention that. When they first started evacuating, they weren't filling the boats to capacity, probably because it was so late at night. You know, mm-hmm. people then I think were better at going to bed at a reasonable yeah. hour. Yeah. They're not like us on the Internet till three in the morning. Yeah. 
Um, so they're, and also to notify that many people, Hey, they didn't, they didn't have intercoms really. No, it was people like knocking on the doors, knocking on the doors, you know, and probably, yeah. And I'm sure there were workers that were like, screw that. I'm not going down in that place. That's already filling up with water to wake people up. I'm just going to try and get on a lifeboat. And so waking up and just being like, wait, what's happening. And probably people waking up and realizing like, and probably never getting the message of what was happening. Yeah. I'm sure there were people that were like, obviously something's happening, but I don't know why it's happening and what's going on. And to what the full extent is because they didn't want people, they didn't want to send people into like a complete panic. Yeah. But you know, when the boat's snapping and right by that point, you're like, "Eh." what I didn't realize, uh, Andrews predicted it would sink in an hour and a half Mm -hmm. is when it was supposed to. And it ended up lasting for three, but that is so fast when you think about that amount of people and how to organize it. Mm -hmm. And and so then I was like, actually, you know what? Props to the movie because the timeline of when it's <laughs> when it <laughs> to when it starts sinking is about an hour. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually not, I mean, not that far off of what the real reality was. Yeah. Like the amount yeah. of time seeing <laughs> <laughs> I will never have a bad thing to say about this movie. <laughs> James Cameron planning out uh, that amount of time for having it sink. It's, like um, it's obviously a little bit faster, but right. pretty realistic. Yeah, I also heard just because of the way the weather was and everything. And I guess just the way the technology was with the weather. Okay, new, re- new research says an optical illusion prevented the ship from receiving help. Well, that was one of the things, but also... oh. Okay, here it is. A full moon may have caused the fatal iceberg to cross paths with the fi- uh, with the ship, with the fish. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that big steel fish. Yeah. Scientists recently arrived at a new theory that a full moon months before could be blamed for the collision, which killed about 1,500 people. Astronomer Donald Olson of Texas State University... Mm. said that a full moon on January 4th, 1912 may have created unusually strong tides that sent a floatable iceberg southwards uh, just in time for the Titanic's maiden voyage. Whoa. Yeah. And also I think in the movie it's foggy and all that. Yeah, it's so, it's super, super dark because Mm -hmm. there's no... Yeah, uh, you don't have a big headlight. Yeah, there's no lights out. Yeah. You <laughs> just had the stars. Oh, I bet that was pretty, looking yeah. at the stars. Oh, especially back in 1912, there's Ooh, no dang smog. Gorgeous. You get to see the, like, the Milky Way <laughs> and everything. So I remember reading, they noticed the iceberg, and then 28 seconds later, it hit. Like, yeah. it was way too fast. So I even think the movie made it a little bit longer than what it really was. Yeah. Cause in the sequence they're like, turn the ship and they're yeah. trying to turn it and they try and reverse it. And yeah. can you imagine, uh, I cannot, another thing that's impossible to imagine is being the lookout guys who, when you see it. Oh yeah. When you're finally like, Oh God. I mean, that would just be so hard to see when you think about staring out at water mm-hmm. when it's dark, you just really wouldn't be able to see it until the lights of the boat are yeah, it, that's a no... very stressful job. Oh, and I hate it. And I think the most stressful part is just staying engaged. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're <laughs> on a ship that you think is never going to sink and you're yeah. probably like, there's going to be no I have to problems. stay out here all night and just look and yeah. What am I possibly going to see? Yeah. Um, Makes me wonder if that guy was reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> Did he know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then it was like reading a book and then he looked up and it's like, oh, God, yeah, I would be terrible at that job. Oh, <laughs> especially oh, 
We can't even have our phones while we're out yeah. here. <laughs> I hate this job. I mean, what am I supposed to do? That would get that would get impossible after ten minutes. Yeah, of just staring into darkness. It. You can't see anything. Yeah. yeah, like you can't even looking at the stars. You're like, oh, I'm not doing my job. Yeah, just I have to be looking into the darkness. Into darkness. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hopefully there's shift intervals for hour on, hour off, or yeah. something. Because yeah, a whole night or even a four six hour shift of doing that. No way. No thanks. Yeah. No, thank you. So the exact size of the iceberg will probably never be known. But according to early newspaper reports, the height and length of the iceberg was approximate to uh, approximated at 50 to 100 feet high and 200 to 400 feet long. That's a real that's so that's big. big. Yeah. It's like a football field turned upright. Yeah. And then four times that on the bottom. <laughs> that's yeah. It's like a stadium mm-hmm. getting hit by a stadium. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's what I always forget. And then also the tip of the iceberg, you're always only seeing a little bit of the real thing. Yeah. So even though I'm thinking, turn it around. They don't have they don't have any idea idea how long it is is underneath. Yeah. Uh, Scary. Very scary. Why would you ever go into the ocean before (laughs) now? (laughs) Like until you dream of going to America. Yeah. Until you have radar and all of that, why? Uh, the ocean's so scary. Yeah. The thing that scares me about the ocean, too, is we haven't seen most of it. Yeah. It's too far down for us to go in those really deep, dark areas. With all those glowy, scary fish. Yeah. <laughs> the fish are insane. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. so crazy and cool to me that those types of fish exist and make their own lights Mm -hmm. and then when you think about humans making neon and this is another crazy like (laughs) whole consciousness of the world thing yeah humans making i feel like humans made neon signs way before we knew that neon fish existed in the sea totally yeah yeah and then realizing oh this other creature can make it yeah so just the uh it all loops all connected simulated reality (laughs) yeah they're just my purpose as a fish is to make the outside yeah (laughs) well here's some fun facts uh about the movie titanic that maybe it's not so depressing (laughs) studios wanted matthew mcconaughey to play jack i love that fact Can you? I cannot imagine. I can't. It would imagine. have been a joke, right? Because at that time he was in rom coms, right? Yeah, he was all. He was all. Uh, he was all wedding planner. Wait, is he in the wedding planner? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, your wedding planner. Uh, Adam Sandler's wedding planner. No. Or the, wedding crashers. No, uh, the one with J Lo. J Lo. Oh. Is yeah. Okay. Wedding singers. Adam <laughs> Sandler. Sandler. Wedding planners. Hello. And then wedding crashers. Vaughn and Owen Wilson. <laughs> uh, but he was all. I guess ten things I hate about you. But that was. Or, I, no, that's wrong too. Uh, uh, how, how to, to lose, lose a guy, guy in ten days. days. That yes. was post Titanic. Yeah. So 19... I mean, maybe it would have changed his whole career. I don't know. Well, I remember for a while he was stuck. As being, I'm just the leading man in rom-coms. Yeah, he had to. He started saying no to basically everything for yeah, years. Yeah, he didn't to get work for a few years. And then what was the role that like got him? True Detective, right? Or no, was it like uh, Lincoln before that, Lawyer? He was or doing Lincoln Lawyer. He was in Bernie, which I really love. Um, Have you ever oh, seen yeah. Bernie? I need to see Bernie. Oh, I just it's on to... Netflix now. Okay, yeah. It's like Netflix or HBO, one of those, uh, I think HBO, which you have because you watch Westworld. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's one of Jack Black's That's best what works. I've heard. And um, I love him in everything, but 
I mean, if you love true crime, yeah, you're going to love Bernie. Well, I was listening, you know, they were talking about it on My Favorite Murder recently. <laughs> and then Charles, my boyfriend, was like, oh, yeah, it's a great, it's such a good movie. <laughs> um, what else was he in? The, the AIDS one, the one about Dalla, Dallas, Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club. Club. Yeah, that was the one that got him the Oscar and yeah. everything. Oh, so Titanic came out in 98 or 99? Uh, 98, I think. Or maybe 97. It might have been 97. 97, you're right. It's. So 97, this is Matthew McConaughey did Contact and Amistad. He was in Contact? He was in Contact, actually. That's a, that's like a meaty role. That's not a... Yeah, that's a good... I had a weird dream about that mirror scene from that movie. It's like a thing they teach in film class all the time about when she's running, Mm -hmm. when she's a little girl and she's running towards the mirror. Uh Uh-huh. And then it's like the scene where her dad dies. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. Something... I don't even remember it from film class, but there's something very important about how they did that shot. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I had a whole dream based on that. That's a huge side note. I don't even remember what (laughs) the dream was about. I'll have to look it up because I'm obsessed with camera tricks and Mm -hmm. camera angles. Uh, My my favorite movie is The Shining. And it's so good. good. But but one of the reasons why I love it so much is there's so many trick camera shots in Mm -hmm. it and tricks and they purpose... uh, Kubrick purposely like would how to describe this it would be like if you're doing like an over-the-shoulder shot Mm -hmm. you have to keep it consistent if it switches it it makes your it disturbs the mind so he did a lot of tricks that and they did it uh which I'm afraid to sit down and watch it is entirely is the exorcist has a lot of Ah. camera trips and like um taking frames and just putting in like a scary face that you consciously can't see because we process 12 seconds of frame or something really fast. So they just would just add like a really scary face, but you can't, you can't see it unless you're slowly going through the footage frame by frame. But because it's hitting you, you are seeing Mm -hmm. it. You're just not consciously able to see it. It's very unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. That um, is. They used to do that back in the day with like Coke ads and stuff in the theaters. What, buy would, Coke? <laughs> yeah. They would insert in between frames in movie theaters a Coca-Cola. It was oh. before it was before people did product placement as blatantly yeah. as we do now. Yeah. They would do those flashes. <laughs> oh. So you'd be like, I want popcorn, I want a Coke. Yeah. I don't. I wonder if it works. Yeah. I know in movie theaters, what works is just the smell of popcorn makes me buy. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's impossible. It worked so well. So much better than (laughs) making popcorn at home for no reason. (laughs) It's worse popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you have a popcorn machine at your house. Yeah. Which is a thing you could have. You can. That's a life goal. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a big one, you mean. I used to have a, we used to have a cool old air popper when I was little. Mm-hmm. That was the best. Yeah. Yeah. I always make a uh, stovetop popcorn real good. And, put, and put real melted butter on it. Mm-hmm. That's the trick. Yeah. It's way better than movie popcorn. <laughs> but for some reason, <laughs> yeah. not the movies. I had microwave popcorn uh, at work. Uh, like a few months ago because I really wanted popcorn. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, but I'm at work. I'll just go buy some that I can pop in the microwave. Yeah. And I ate it and I was just like, this is awful. This is not as good. I yeah. eat popcorn mm-hmm. way too often. I, I could have a whole episode of popcorn. Yeah, I love it so much. I do too. And I eat it. I eat it less now, but I did eat it for dinner last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 
It's my go-to snack. It's so good. Um, yeah, especially if I come home at night and pop some popcorn. Yeah. So good. I feel better about, sometimes I'll like justify it in my head because I'll be like, well, RuPaul used to go to the movie theater when it would close and his friend would give him popcorn and that's like what he ate for dinner so many nights. So yeah, I mean, I'll be just as successful. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's so cheap. And that's true. Yeah. If you have a friend that works in the movie theater, you can get free popcorn by a trash bag full. Yeah. Like I had a friend that worked there and he would be like, I could fill up a whole trash bag and give you popcorn yeah. because we're going to throw it out. It doesn't make so any sense. It's like food. solid air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love a good uh, slow-mo watching a kernel pop. Yeah. So I still don't quite get it, but I love it. Can you imagine being the first person to figure that out? That's amazing. What would that do to your brain? <laughs> I feel like you yeah. all of a sudden, I would, so if you're back in history and you're just trying to cook some corn over the fire and it turns from one form into that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would have an existential breakdown. I'd be like, I don't know what anything is. Also, the popping sound. Yeah. would probably be like, are we under attack? Yeah. What was that? And then all of a sudden you see this weird white ball. It's like completely different than what you have yeah. in front of you. What is this? Wait, why it's are magic. there more? Ah, ah. Yeah. Wait, I will eat I'm this. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. I mean, that makes more sense than, uh, hmm, I'm going to take the milk that other animals produce and drink it. I'm going to drink, or coffee. I'm going to take these weird beans and I'm going to heat them up and then I'm going to grind them up and then I'm going to pour hot water over them. Yeah. And then it's going to be, it's going to taste awful, but it's going to be great. Yeah. I guess the person who figured out coffee was a farmer. And oh, really? He, would, he had a ton of goats and they were eating the coffee fruit <laughs> yeah. and being more energetic <laughs> or something. And so that's, that's so like cute. how he figured it out. I was like, that's a good ass farmer. He's yeah. paying such good attention to his animals. And he's like, yeah. well, you're a little feisty, yeah. for me, little goats. <laughs> oh, that's so. <laughs> So, yeah, and he probably started chewing them himself yeah. and was like, well, it's working, but is there a way I could make it better? Make it toasty? Yeah. And they, I'm assuming they had tea before coffee. Yeah, tea's been around for a while. And coffee's been around for a while, too. Yeah. But I feel like tea goes all the way back to, like, ancient China. Yeah. Yeah. Plants. China's old. China is old. China, China country is so baby. Yeah. I Now that I... Again, now that I'm getting older and I think about historical events, I'm just like, oh, man, that was only 200 years ago. Yeah. Like, that's not that's only a few generations. Yeah. So I feel like so many other countries must always be looking at us just being like, God, you don't even we're like the we're like the eighth person who's eight being like, I know all about life. And yeah. Oh, yeah. The totally. parents are like, OK, we'll see how you feel when you're 35. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I think we're now just kind of going through some through some shit. Some puberty. Because, yeah, I remember when I was little, it was all like, we're the best, we're the best. Mm-hmm. Woot, woot, woot. I can run so fast. <laughs> I get to play all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to live forever. <laughs> now, oh, no, it's a human life, a government, yeah. uh, society, like, got to take care of it or it's, it's just going to go bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we keep getting so sidetracked from Titanic. That's okay. But it opens up so many great discussions about the whole rest of the world. I do, uh, fun fact, my family, somebody in my family, like, knew Molly Brown. Oh, really? And we have a family, like, heirloom of hers, like, a ring of hers. Really? Yeah. And Molly Brown was Kathy Bates' character, right? Yeah. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Fun fact, 
mm-hmm. other person being considered yeah, yeah, for yeah. Molly Brown, but she turned it down. Reba McIntyre. <laughs> That's so weird. Can I you c- imagine if it was McConaughey and Reba McIntyre in that movie? And do you know who was also up for the role of Rose? Oh, uh, it would have been. I can't remember. It makes me like, thank God it didn't happen. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's right. Would have been a very blonde movie. <laughs> God, that movie would have been so bad. I just wouldn't yeah. have. I just learned this was trending on Facebook news, but Emma Watson turned down La La Land, and another actor I don't know turned down La La Land. And have you seen La La Land? Yeah, yet? yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, I just can't imagine it with anybody with but Ryan Emma. Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah, I don't know, but that's just so. It's so interesting when you hear about people turning down roles, like Robert De Niro turned down the role of the captain in Titanic. Oh, yeah, that's another big one. But he apparently, the reason why he turned it down, and I was like, I don't think he wants people to know about this, but he had a gastral infection. Oh, no. So he's like, I'm not doing movies right now. (laughs) I just want to be home. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah. That would have been weird, though, because he, I feel like he is such an, when he's on screen, he would have just, I feel like your attention would have been. Yeah. I feel like in the movie, the, your attention is diverted well, but with the but people between who are the kind cast. of unknown. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And even, I feel like Kate Winslet, even at the time, was not. Yeah, I mean. She had done, like, yeah. Sense and Sensibility mm-hmm. and maybe a couple other things, but she was not. That was big. her big role. Mm-hmm. And Leo was probably the star at the time. Yeah, he had already done like the basketball diaries. And yeah. And what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. <laughs> and what he was was he on a sitcom? Oh, I don't know. Like sometimes I think he was, but then I'm like, oh maybe I'm thinking of I hope he jo- was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You know, like that right. that type of boy was oh, the yeah. it boy for so the, long. The guy with the bangs. Oh yeah. Or the like <laughs> the, the one guy like, whoa. <laughs> He's got, like, floppy hair in the front. Yeah. Yeah. And some highlights. Yeah, he was in Growing Pains? Yeah, he was in in Growing Pains. I don't know if he was, like, a reoccurring character or he guest starred in it. Because it it was also saying he was in Roseanne and stuff. No, he was starring in Growing Pains. Oh, whoa. With Alan Thicke and Christian-loving Kirk Cameron and all those people. That's crazy. Yeah, and that was that was eighty five to ninety two. He's been at it for a long ass time. Yeah, I I remember. I'm sure they're on YouTube now. You can watch commercials he was in. Wow, it was like Hot Wheel commercials and stuff. And he's just such a baby, and it's just like, wow, I love this product. <laughs> <laughs> also, nineties kid commercials. That's like another thing. Get a get a group of people together and like let's just do a show of nineties kids oh, commercials. That would be fun because they're so distinctive of. Like, I yeah um my so we didn't have cable or anything when I was growing up and couldn't really afford movies so my parents would when there was specials on like PBS or uh NBC we had like two or three channels they would tape them and so I have like all the Christmas movies that I owned were Mm. tapes that my parents taped off of the TV same my grandma did that yeah Yeah. it's so awesome (laughs) and then my mom would draw like covers she would like make covers for them and try to make like uh my Disney movies were the same way it was pipe VHS pirated movies in my and mom. she would draw the covers. Yeah, she would like paint That's and so draw the cute. covers to try and make it like a real <laughs> Disney movie. Um, but all my Christmas movies, they have all of those '90s <laughs> commercials in them. Yeah, which to watch later is so fun because you're it. 
every commercial break, you're just like, oh my God. God. Yeah. Shake and bake. And yeah. the weird butter commercials with the hands. Yeah. Ronald McDonald's ones Ronald too. McDonald's, the casserole commercials, Hammer Helpers, yeah. like little glove guy. <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. Still, still a hot Old celeb. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man. Oh, that just warmed my heart thinking of your mom and my grandma. No, like this. Yeah. It's so, and yeah. I, we did. I didn't care. No. I was like, I'm going to watch yeah. the movie. <laughs> and now, and I've also come to realize too, there were movies I grew up loving that I've just assumed everyone else was watching because yep. most movies, you know, everyone was watching, but there yeah. were some like that my grandma got on tape that we would watch all the time. Yeah. And then when I bring it up to other people, I'm so surprised most people haven't seen the Ewok movies. Oh, that was, those were on PB. Were those on CBS or? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how she got them, but she has, she had both of them That's with really Wicked great. and Sindel, and <laughs> I think they're so good. And the few people that have seen them are like, they're shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll fight you. No, don't ruin this. Yeah. <laughs> and this other one we watched a lot was called the No Mobile. Have you ever watched that uh-uh. one? <laughs> okay, so you know the kids from. Mary Poppins. Uh-huh. So Disney probably owned them because that's yeah. the way contracts worked back then, uh, especially with Disney. So they were like, after that, they were in a lot of movies together. Yeah. And one movie they were in was called The Nomobile. And it was about them finding little people that were called gnomes, but they were, they were real people. <laughs> like they shot them things, but they made them like just very tiny. Yeah. So they didn't look like gnomes. They just, just looked like, like people, people that were like 10 inches tall. <laughs> How creepy would it be if that's what people had in their gardens? Yeah, that was a lot more scarier. <laughs> Especially because the gnomes were like very sensible. One was like, this could easily be my dad. Yeah. It's yeah. Like little grandpa dudes in the yeah. garden. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my brother and I watch that all the time. So I, funny. Yeah, I don't even know if I could find it online or something, but it's a, it's a gem in my heart. Yeah. I feel that way about the Opus and Bill Christmas special. Mm-mm. Yeah, same. I watched it so many times. It's like a very, really freaking weird cartoon. Yeah, about a platypus and a weird cat. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like really surreal and very yeah. eerie cartoon. Like, and I watched it every Christmas. <laughs> I still watch uh, Sesame Street Christmas, like Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh, I found it on Amazon and I bought it and I watch it every year. Oh, I love it. Really yeah, you gotta you gotta have Doesn't that have Christmas special. Oh, I know. You gotta have those nostalgic uh, commercials. Yeah. Another thing that I find very fascinating about Titanic today. Is there so many Titanic museums? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But also the locations of where they are. I'm like, why it's do like you? It's like Wisconsin or something. <laughs> uh, there's one George in. George, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Since 1987, Titanic Museum of Branson, Missouri. <laughs> and some of these pictures, too, I'll show you. It's, you show up. <laughs> You show up to the museum, and the museum is a giant Titanic with an iceberg on the side of it. And that's the building you go into. And I think the reason why there's so many museums is they weren't able to get down, because the Titanic was at the bottom of the ocean for so long. Yeah, It wasn't until the 80s when they were able to go down there and start diving, which we know from the movie. (laughs) Where's where's the heart of the diamond rose? (laughs) 
She had it all along. And she's like, if you want it, go find it yeah. at the end. I like to think they found it right away. Yeah. I'm like, there it is. It was just kind of floating. Uh-huh. Um, but so from there, they were able to get so many artifacts. That yeah. Instantly, they were like, we got to get these in museums. Yeah. Uh, so then I guess just a they bunch just, of random rich people did and then put the museum wherever they dispersed wanted. Just everywhere. Yeah. There was a really cool, I'm sad that I didn't, I was did not live here because uh, so much of the Titanic was filmed on the Queen Mary. Really? Because mm-hmm, it's like yeah. very similar and so they did film a lot there. And um, so they had an exhibit on the Queen Mary of all the film stuff and then like a ton of actual artifacts mm-hmm. as well for yeah. a brief period. But I lived in Wyoming. So. Nuts. <laughs> That yeah, I didn't I didn't read about that. I knew they built a replica in Baja, California, Mexico, mm, yeah. and then I think that replica <clears throat> they ended up doing I think some external shots of like probably the people waving goodbye and everything, yeah. and then they took that into like a studio and then they put it on these hydro machines yeah. <laughs> that like simulated the rocking of the boat and everything. Oh, which interesting. I'm also like, this movie is so expensive. It cost yeah. 150 million or something. Yeah. 200 million. I love the number somewhere. Cause there's some number about like the Titanic in today's dollars would have been, Oh yeah. 200 yeah. million. So the cost to construct the Titanic in 1910-1912 was 7.5 million which is about 120 to 150 million in 1997 the movie cost 200 million dollars to make so even if they made the titanic in 97 it would have been cheaper to build that whole boat than the cost of the movie <laughs> and yeah there was another fact that was oh well the amount of time james cameron spent on the movie was longer than people spent writing the titanic or building it yeah, yeah. He, like, dedicated so much. He drew the... I see that some of these weird facts. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, is this real? Because he... They said that he is the one who drew the photo. The yeah. naked photo it's of It's like Kate his Winslet. hand and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's his hand drawing it. Yeah. And he did the drawing. And yeah, we he, were talking about this earlier, but there's that crazy fact of somebody dosed the whole cast with PCP the last insane. night of shooting. What a weirdo who did that. Yeah. Yeah, and then didn't... and. Fuck, like people had to go to the hospital. They were like yeah. acting, acting a fool. <laughs> These facts are so interesting. Okay, as I'm finding it, fun fact, when they shot the the dance scene when he's showing Rose third, oh, yeah. third class life, they're drinking root beer. It's like uh, a real root beer. You think you big men so tough? Yeah. Let's see you do this. Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The final night of shooting in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia has a Titanic museum. One or more pranksters <laughs> mix PCP. Angel dust into the clam chowder served to the cast and crew. 80 people were sent to the hospital with hallucinations. Uh, and then there's a picture of Leo and Kate making, making, goofy, making goofy faces. They're so cute. Uh, that's crazy. Do you think, okay, do you think this person was just very bitter the whole time and was like, I'll show them? Yeah. <laughs> or it was like somebody being like, this is going to be a lot like, of fun. Or some like druggy that's like, you guys want a party? Yeah. Because yeah, it was the last night. Yeah. yeah. God, I'd be so mad. Somebody oh, gave me, yeah. I had a friend who, um, this sounds like the most terrifying thing to me. He was going skiing uh, with some guys he knew. And he has this crazy story about they were just smoking weed like normal. Mm. And um, 
he started to go down the hill and then like snow leopards started to jump out of the ground and like he looked over and there was like a huge monster like moving the mountain yeah and he got down and he was like what the fuck is going on and they were like oh yeah there's pcp in that pipe i would be oh no i would be so mad yeah i've i had a few friends that got tricked into taking ecstasy or lsd just because somebody's high and they're like, yeah, 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 come so here, can take this. Oh, haha, bro, you just took some ecstasy. That that wasn't an aspirin or... Kind yeah. of be mad. What if you have stuff to do? Well, yeah, and also like drugs like that, it's... I need to be in the right headspace. Yeah, you really do. Especially if it's something like LSD or PCP where you're going to hallucinate. Yeah. You're going to, if I was skiing and snow leopards started to jump out of the ground (laughs) and chase me, I, I don't know what, I don't know what. Yeah. That's, that's, (laughs) and that's such a dangerous activity to be doing. Yeah. It's one thing if you're like in someone's house, you're like. Why are the walls like crawling <laughs> yeah. and melting? That person coming out of the wall. Surprise, bro! You're on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine also how it would be? So you're in a work situation. God, I can't. I would be so pissed. You're in a oh, work yeah. situation. Yeah. It's your last night of shooting. Yeah. You're around coworkers, probably people you know well, but you're also like trying to get shit done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's the last couple shots, and your crafty comes in and what's happening? What is going? And you're probably. Yeah. so nervous to be like um i am <laughs> the first person that had to bring up uh, uh, james uh, james um sorry the, sorry uh there's like demons coming out of the little kitty pool <laughs> yeah the, the kitty pool that kate's just like sinking in yeah she's surrounded by demons right now <laughs> we got, so we, can we just get her out <laughs> fuck i'm so glad you said something because i've seen a thousand kittens <laughs> crawling all over leo and i wasn't sure what to do see now that's the trip i want I would be more on board with trying these types of drugs if it's, yeah, there's been a lot of cases where you instantly see your favorite thing in multitude. So I'm like, oh, there's just be like boxes of happy kittens and puppies everywhere. Uh, All the drugs, please. I did have one hallucination like that one time. I don't know what happened to me that night that made that happen, but cats were coming out of the walls everywhere. And I was like, I'm not sure why this is what's going on with my brain. I mean, I do because I love my cat so much, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I had the conversation with someone where I was like, I'm so sorry. I really care about what you're saying, but I have to stop talking to you because there's cats everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely rude in the sense of having a conversation with someone and then a cat walks out of the room or something. I'm like, uh, shut up. I have to meet my new best friend. The most important person in the room, the cat. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, um, there's no facts about Billy Zane in the old movie trivia, really, I is know, there? No, no. Oh, that one you just went by is my favorite that James Cameron wanted Enya to do. Okay, so if everybody had their first choice, let's think about how terrible this movie yeah, would have been. Yeah, we have Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, Reba McIntyre. De Niro as the captain. De Niro. Probably stealing the show. Yeah. Uh, seems like Billy Zane was in no matter what, so that would have been fine. And then Enya doing all of the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh and then do you know the title of the movie he wanted oh no i can't planet, planet ice. ice oh that's such a bad title. that's really bad 
Thank God. Uh, That's coming straight out of Terminator. You're like, no, we gotta have a catchy, yeah, like- <laughs> Planet Ice. And I wonder if he was expecting people to love the movie so much because of the love story. I feel like so many people yeah. connected to the love story, yeah, more than like the nerdy. Oh, Titanic! Like yeah. I definitely was one of the nerdy people. Where if I was over at my grandfather's house and like on the History Channel's an hour about the Titanic, I'm oh, like, for sure. oh, I'm totally yeah. gonna watch it and everything, but. I think the love story is really the most compelling part of the movie. Yeah, that's what made it the blockbuster. That yeah. Because, well, that's like I was saying in the beginning, that's why it's, I feel like that's why it was such a good movie is because you forget that you're watching yeah. a terrible, terrible horror show. Yeah. For the first two hours, it's like corny love shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> and then it's just a disaster yeah. town uh, <laughs> that's done really well. So, but yeah, I feel like, I mean, when I was in four, I, I think it came out. I was in fourth grade when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, love. Love. What is love? Love exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember enjoying that. And I remember also, like, getting getting to the scene where she gets naked. And I'm like, I'm watching this with my mom. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, looking at my mom. But my mom's like, it's okay. It's so beautiful. It's like, so I feel like anything else, she might have been like, cover your eyes. Yeah. Or, like... I mean, she was pretty cool with, like, she wouldn't let us curse, but if a song had curse words, we were allowed to sing. <laughs> but we would instantly, like, get her revoked because we'd be like, I'm a bitch! I'm a lover! I'm a and we child. would just scream, the, like, the curse word at the top of our lungs, and she's like, I'm not teaching these kids anything. They're just using me. Um, oh, Meredith Brooks callback. Such a goodie. <laughs> yeah, that was like yeah. her one hit. It was such a good song. Mm-hmm, it's great. Yeah. But those scenes, you know, I don't know, like everyone was just cool with it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like it, uh, I guess it's PG-13, especially compared to now. Yeah. But it yeah. seemed like it was pushing the limits at yeah, the time. Yeah. It was, it, it felt pretty mature to be seeing it uh, at my my little yeah, young it was age. like ten, nine. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like I said, I was going to birthday parties for like ten year olds. <laughs> Their birthday was literally, uh, come with me to go see the Titanic. It's my seventh time seeing it. <laughs> like every, like that was the topic that everyone was. How many times have you seen Titanic? Yeah, yeah. so many times. And then I don't know if this was the same for you, but. I remember when the Blair Witch Project came out and that was everybody on, on at recess were like, have you seen it yet? Yeah. Have you seen it yet? It's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that was, uh, I was talking about that pretty recently. I feel like that movie was so smart how they did that. Yeah. It was one of the first movie, that the first did one. found footage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it was the real paranormal like activity. Style. Yeah. 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 Um, and I remember, especially because I was, I grew up in a very small town in Lander, Wyoming. And so there was like quite a while where people were like, no, mm-hmm. it's very real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that rumor probably like a year until it got to me, though. It got to all of us. I was like, yeah, that was. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> tricks on you. Yeah. I mean, and then at that time, I didn't know what college young filmmakers were, you yeah. know, like. But that, I mean, that's also amazing that they were like in this n- not famous film school and they made it. Yeah. And it, shot like took off cheap like it's like so much such an easy way to make yeah so smart yeah uh i didn't see it i don't think until i was in like high school or college i remember begging my mom to see it and i think she finally was like okay but i think by the time we saw it we knew at that point it was fake or whatever but even then i was still like 
maybe it is maybe it's more it's fun real. to think it's real and there's <laughs> demons in the, yeah. and ghosts in the in the forest, in the forest. yeah <laughs> um who was molly brown i forget what so was. molly brown was from Col- colorado um mm-hmm. which is how she has some obscure connection to somebody from my family way back okay. in the day knew her but yeah. um she was new money. Right. So I remember her, that was her. Yeah. She's like, hello, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like mm, new money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she, her husband discovered like a bunch of gold or something, basically. Mm-hmm. And they were like ranchers and they got super rich, super fast. Yeah. And who knows what she was doing over in England or whatever. Where did yeah. it take off from? Well, okay, it's it started in England, but it had a couple pit stops before it took oh, off to New York. Because so. she came on on Cherbourg. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Cherbourg, a woman came aboard named Molly Brown. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I love I loved the the theme of classism in the movie mm-hmm. too. Um, there's okay. Let's end it on this one fact because I think it's so funny. It makes me laugh a lot, especially because being like L.A. and like talking about like trying to make it. Yeah. (laughs) So there was an actress aboard the ship of Titanic who had a thought. I'm convinced she had this thought while the ship was sinking. (laughs) I could make this into a one woman show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so <laughs> actress Dorothy Gibson, uh, a month after the Titanic sank, <laughs> so funny to me because it's just, it's so shitty, but I get, I get it. <laughs> um, so a month later she starred in the silent film saved from the Titanic and she provided her own wardrobe. <laughs> From the clothes she actually wore aboard the ship. Oh my god! I'm sure it was a blockbuster hit. <laughs> Good for you, Dorothy Gibson. I want to find that. I want to like go to the library <laughs> and find that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh my god! But that was the one fact. <laughs> that and you know, I think uh, the thing to learn too is if you're gonna have a big ship, put some cats on it. Yeah. Keep it uh, safe. Keep it safe. Yeah. Keep it safe, everybody. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you, Cassie. This is so much fun. Woo-woo! Yay, Titanic! <laughs> and that's our episode. Thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on. Guys, remember, check out our podcast, Hello and Good News. And if you're in the L.A. area, keep an eye out for our indie teams, Parker Posey, Cry Clips, and the Four Non Blondes. Also, I did some research. RMS stands for Royal Mail Steamer. Maybe the Titanic was delivering a bunch of mail, too. I mean, can you imagine how much mail got lost? Yikes. The sister ship, HMHS, stands for His Majesty Hospital Ship. That makes a little bit more sense to me. Also, Hannah and I really wanted to talk about this Titanic computer game that Hannah played a bunch, uh, but we just didn't get to it. So uh, if you want to go down another Titanic rabbit hole, check out the Titanic computer game, Titanic Adventure Out of Time. I know I'm going to be checking it out because from what Hannah was describing to me, it's kind of like Oregon Trail, but with the Titanic and solving mysteries and trying to survive. Sounds pretty crazy. And guys, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Cassie Jerkins on Twitter and Instagram. Also, 
if you're in the LA area at UCB Sunset this Saturday, March 11th at 10.30 p.m., The Greatest Show in History is premiering. Chats on Cats with Joey Cliff. That's right. It's a late night talk show all about cats, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. We've been, you know, working hard, getting those cat jokes ready, and uh, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of uh, videos and pictures of cats. And if you love cats as much as I do, you're going to love this show. Also, please rate and review the Dumb Nerds podcast on iTunes. It helps us get more visible, and it's so easy. You can just give us some stars. You could even write a little comment. It's it's great. Yes. And also, please go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds and click that support our artist button when you shop on Amazon. Have an awesome day. Bye. <laughs> a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now